Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. Sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Uh, today, uh, I have the pleasure of having an uh, upcoming uh, country music artist. Uh, his name is C.P. Kelly. Uh, if you'd like to join the conversation, you feel free to call the studios at 347-324-3460, or you can go ahead and post a question in the chat room or email us at info at the core business show. Uh, C.P., welcome to the program. here. Okay. I guess to begin with, our audience love to hear personal stories on uh, our guests. So, you know, tell us about yourself. Well, let me see. I'm 45 years old, live in Largo, Florida. Um, <laughs> uh, two years ago, uh, coming up October, I was uh, diagnosed with MS. And oh. I came within 24 to 48 hours of dying. And since that time, I've learned how to walk again, feed myself, dress myself, mm-hmm. basically get back on my feet. And I'm a fully functioning walkie-talkie, and I'm just singing my butt off wherever I can find. Wow. How long has music been in your heart? I mean, have you started as a child uh, with your music? Uh, when I When I was a young child... I fell in love with music. My mom introduced me to Motown, you know, the Supremes, the Platters, mm-hmm. all of those great groups. So I always grew up around music. Then um, uh, with my dad, I grew up with a lot of traditional country, Charlie Pride, Charlie Rich, Tammy Wynette, uh, you know, all of the, all of the great. Wow. And as I as I entered middle school, I decided that I wanted to join the band, and that was when I started playing alto saxophone. Not very well, but I played and managed to get through it. And then that translated into junior high when I joined the junior high choir and started singing there. I had mm-hmm. not really done any singing before then. And I had a really great instructor, Betty Jo Monroe. She's no longer with us. And, uh, you know, she taught me how you sing from your diaphragm. You don't use your lungs. And that was where I came up with the booming voice on the big numbers that I do. And I'm also able to take it down to the softer songs that I do. Wow. During uh, her influence of music... um what types of things, uh, besides vocally, she taught you what to do with your your instrument? Um, what other advice that she has? Because usually it's always something that sticks with you from each teacher. And, of course, the vocal training uh, was one thing. But anything else stood out that kind of inspired you to be who you are today? Well, she encouraged me to never be afraid to try a different style of music. Never be afraid to try a different octave, a different key. You know, she said, always explore, always push your voice abilities. 
see how far you can take them. You know, she said, never, never let yourself be limited to just one certain style. Because when I do karaoke, I do country. I mm-hmm. also do standards. I throw some rock into it every so often, you know, some swing music, uh, big band music, you name it. So I, I I try not to pigeonhole myself too much. I am going more for country because mm-hmm. country is closer to my heart. Uh, I absolutely. Can, I can really relate with a lot of country songs, you know, the good ones and the bad ones. So story what is about, anyway. What about uh, – what is it with country that really pull the heartstrings and the souls of people? Honestly, it's America's music. I mean, country absolutely can lay a life out there for everyone to see. You know, um, you can sing about happy marriages, bitter divorces, alcoholism. Uh, Don't really get into drug use too much. But it it really can paint a picture of this country, where the Stars and Stripes and the Eagle Fly, which is on my demo CD, that Mm -hmm. has got to be one of the most patriotic songs I have heard in years. And whenever I sing it live, my heart swells, and my love for this country is renewed. And country music can do that. And then when you get into the sadder country songs, you sit there and you go, wow, after listening to those words, I thought my life was bad. You know, the guy or the gal in this song has got it a lot worse than I do. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it, you know, really, it, it, can, it can get you thinking that way. They are true stories written to music. If we go in the last century, I mean, we had great, great, uh great legends of country music and I grew up uh in Houston and I used to love I uh, watch Hee Haw religiously. Oh yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh yeah, like, Hee Haw was what? a staple around my house. Every Friday or Saturday, I think it came in on on a Saturday afternoon or a Saturday. Saturday evening. evening. Saturday yeah, evening because and... I grew up in Arkansas, so it was seven o'clock Saturday evening, I think. And I, I, you know, I think I, I well, I have to. Uh, I think just before or a few hours before, I had to endure watching Lawrence Welk. Was nothing wrong with Lawrence Welk? <laughs> <laughs> but I knew My I had New York coming right was behind me. A it. fan of Lawrence Welk, the <laughs> lovely Lemon Sisters, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I had to endure that myself. I had to wow. endure that myself. What is something about those legends that you know they spoke from their heart? They just say like what they felt, and and they try to give people that particular message. Tell us about those particular stories that really touched you, to groom you, you know, in your early childhood to who you are today in your music. Well, you know, the earlier country stars they really had a hard life getting started in their careers. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it was loading you and five band members into a 52 Chevy 
driving all over the South to hit these concerts each and every night, you know, playing in dive bars and, you know, roadside shacks, you name it. It was a hard, hard life, and you could hear that reflected in a lot of their songs. I mean, look at Hank Williams Jr., uh, Hank Williams Sr. I mean, the man died in his car. Mm. You know, he died in his car. He was on his way to a concert. That's that's why the Alan Jackson song, Midnight in Montgomery, I absolutely love it. I've got to get it on a karaoke CD so that I can do it. But mm. I love that song because it is all about the ghost of Hank Williams out on one of those backcountry roads. And it was a hard scrabble life for a lot of them. I mean, country stars, I believe, nowadays have it a lot easier. We have the Internet to get our voices and our faces out there. You know, that's why I thank God every day I've got the C.P. Kelly website and that we have digital video cameras, you know, and a performance can be video just like that. You know, but it it really did. The, the classic country music, it was about a hard life for a lot of people. Wow. Why country music uh, listeners are so loyal? I mean, I'm just going back to the apprentice a couple of years ago with John Rich, and he said, and which is true, I mean, they, country music, you can just uh, kill it one night and you can just do your worst job the following night, but they will always stand behind you. What is it but with this genre of music that they will stand with you? They're so loyal. Wow. Um, I think the loyalty comes about that people see country stars as average Joes. Wow. You know, I mean, there are some out there that go out and buy the 30-room mansions you know, and they do the uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous with Robin Leach. And, you know, they show the 300-foot-long swimming pool. That kind of thing has never interested me. You know, and then you have the the stable couples like uh, Garth Brooks and Tricia Yearwood. Yeah. I mean, those two are absolutely dearly in love with each other. And they have a nice, normal life. They never hit the press a lot unless they're doing something good. You know, they're not like the Jersey Shore people that have made a name for themselves by embarrassing themselves publicly. You know, and I I don't understand that. For me, I would like to have a very big career, maybe put out a couple of albums, do some tours, make enough money to where I can take care of my parents now that they're getting into their golden years, have myself a nice little comfortable home somewhere, and just fade out of the spotlight. Maybe come forward every so often with a new song or perform in Branson or Vegas and, you know, not have to struggle to make ends meet. Wow. You know, and then have enough also to help those that desperately need help, mm-hmm. that are unable to pick themselves up. You know, pay it forward, man. That's that's what you got to do. You got to you... give as much as you take. 
Okay, take absolutely. What is it with the uh when it comes to uh country music from uh the last thirty years that things have slightly changed to a more popish uh tune, but every now and then uh you come with something uh that like um uh sweet uh sweet home alabama um that now they every time they're anybody in alabama is playing they're always gonna play that it was, it was kind of ironic um when you do go to a game uh, any football game or any game period anything to do with uh, alabama that those type of things come out because i guess they're so relatable within the music industry itself and country music what has really changed in the last uh, 30 years um country has got more of a rock feel uh, Dad has a big complaint about that. He's like, there's too much rock and roll in that country. And I do have to agree with him, but for a while, country was getting, it was too stagnant. You know, you had, and nothing against him because he was a great singer, but you had singers like Porter Wagner. I mean, Porter was more known for his nudie suits than anything. You know, how many more rhinestones can he get stuck on a polyester suit? And (laughs) people listening out there, I'm not slamming Porter. Porter was a great entertainer, especially when he was with Dolly. You know, and love me some Dolly Parton, because she has been able to progress in country. But country, yes, it has. It went into a pop phase. Now it's gone into some really rocking tunes, which oh, I have wow. no problems with. I love traditional. I love the new stuff. You know, and music has to progress. It has to grow. It has to change, but it also has to try to maintain its roots. I mean, I'd give anything to be able to do some good bluegrass. And if I can find a songwriter who can write me some good blue good bluegrass, I'm going to record some good bluegrass. <laughs> I'm also going to do some gospel because country has been deeply rooted in gospel. And that has kind of fallen by the wayside. So, you know, some... Good bluegrass, some good traditional country, a couple of good gospels. Hey, boom! I've got an album. Wow! You know, and, and it will it will reach out to different people because there are different segments of country fans out there as well. There are the ones that like the traditional of the Patsy Cline. There are the ones that like the hard rock and uh, you know, like Tim McGraw and Trey Sadkins. Two that I absolutely love. I do a couple of Trace Atkins songs myself. And then there's the traditional Randy Travis, Three Wooden Crosses. I've done that. Mm-hmm. That's on the demo CD. And that's a oh, that's just an amazing song. Wow. What, as a songwriter, and you write some of your music, how did your music come to you? Actually, I don't write my music. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not a songwriter. I never have been, uh, never will pretend to be. I just, that is a gift that I do not have. 
when it comes to picking a song, I, I like to read the words as a story. Mm-hmm. And if I can relate to it, then I'm able to pour the emotion into it. Now, if it's a silly song like Confederate Railroads, Trashy Women, you know, I can have fun with that. That's mm-hmm. a good old fun country song. And, of course, I can pick ladies out in the audience, you know, to be my trashy women and all that good stuff. And they love it and they respond to it. They interact. And we have a good time with it. But I like songs that I can read the words and understand what the story is about. When you go in that mode of understanding the story, how do you discern that particular story uh, do you have to just read it, meditate it, and try to, you know, bring the music to life? Because someone was singing to you in a, in a demo. However, you have to make it your very own, and you're going to influence how the sounds and, and the style of particular music. How long it takes for you to really digest a particular piece and perfect it? Um, well, that's like this original single that we're working on right now. Um, I have been playing it over and over and over in my head for three weeks now. And I have just about got it fine-tuned in my head. I know what instruments need to be added, what changes need to be made to it. I can hear the background vocals going in my head with the harmonies. Now it's just taking that and translating it onto the recording, which I think we might be able to start this weekend, which I'm thrilled about because this song came from a poem. It is an extremely powerful poem. Mm -hmm. And I want to make changes. I don't want to overdress it and overshadow the tale. Because I want I want the story to get out there more importantly than anything else. And if the story can be told by song, more the better. Well, tell us about the story. Um well the song the poem was called Wings. Mm-hmm. It is called Wings, excuse me. And it's a story of a suicide. Uh, two fr- two close friends lost contact with one another for years. They reconnected for about a week or two, were making plans to meet one another. Then the one friend goes totally quiet, no longer responds to emails, phone calls, anything like that. And the other friend finds out that the reason is, is that he killed himself. Oh. And the poem is about those unanswered questions. That will never be answered. You know, why Why did you do this? You know, why Why would you do, why did you not talk to me? Why mm-hmm. did you not let me know what was going on inside your head kind of thing? So it's, yeah, it's, we get it done. It's going to be very, very powerful. Wow. And, and I'm expecting a tremendous response from it. I just... First time I read over it, I was I was in tears by the end of it. 
I'm to the point now to where I will be able to go into the studio, sing it, pour a lot of emotion into it without having an emotional breakdown, and get it out there, get people to listen to it, get them to purchase it, you know, and hopefully drum up enough interest from songwriters out there that they will start submitting originals. Wow. Uh, with the uh, the particular project you're working on right now, um, is it really difficult to kind of piece things together, finding the right writers, finding the right manager, finding the right publicist? How do you manage all of that? Uh, I'm fortunate. I've got Jason Dowd. He's my guy for everything. Wow. Uh, he's my promoter, he's my manager, he's my Svengali, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And I have 150% total trust in him. He has not led me wrong. I do not expect him to lead me wrong. And it's like, you know, I just look at him and I say, Jason... We need to do this to the song. We need to do this and this and this. Okay, I'll handle it. I got it. His favorite saying, I got a guy. And the minute he says that, I know he's got somebody who can do it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my loyalty to him, it's unshakable. Wow. Any advice you have uh, for a person who's coming up uh, who's trying to do what you're doing? Um, what what struggles they're going to end up facing in this particular industry? Oh, finding songwriters for one thing. <laughs> if they can write their own music, they're already ahead of the game. Um, all I can advise is just keep pushing. Know what you want. Focus in on your goal. Let everything else take a back seat. Relationships, personal life, everything. Focus on nothing but what you want to achieve. And then go for it. There is no law in this country on the face of this earth that says that you cannot do this if you want it bad enough. We are capable of achieving anything. So don't let anyone try to knock you backwards. You keep pushing forward. Any last uh, advice you want to offer uh, to people? If there's a song that speaks to who you are, and the second part of the question, what song is that that would be? Wow. Um, I would have to say Where the Stars and Stripes and the Eagle Fly. It Mm. is a totally 100% American patriotic song. And I am extremely proud to be an American. There are a lot of people out there in this world who would certainly like for us not to be here. But we've been here over 235 years now. Mm -hmm. 
and we're still going. We may not be as strong as we once were. We may not be as well-respected as we once were, but we are still here, and we will continue to be here no matter what. Wow. And that song encompasses the true spirit of Americans. Well, well said. Again, what is your website address? Website address is cpkelly, that's with an extra E, dot com. Perfect. Colin Patrick Kelly, thank you for joining the program. Tim, I appreciate it. Thank you for the questions and thank you for the time. Thank you and take care. All right, sir. You too. Bye. Again, this is another production of the Core Business Show. Thank you for listening. Everybody can download this episode on iTunes or on Blog Talk Radio. We're going to check the website either on the Core Business Show or blog.applecapitalgroup. Everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great day. Tim Jacquet with the Core Business Show. Thank you for listening to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. For a free quote on equipment leasing and financing, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. And fill out the information to receive your free quote. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to the core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. Thanks again for listening to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet.